Welcome to Castee's Vice. This is Charmonique, and you're listening to episode 76. Hope you all enjoyed your holiday weekend. For those who had a three-day weekend, I hope you enjoyed it um, and made the best of it, you know, doing whatever it is that you did. I didn't really do much, nothing really holiday-y. Um, I just chilled, really. Um actually <laughs> um so i've been i've been contemplating on speaking about my grandmother on the podcast because it um it is it is personal and it's something that my family we are experiencing um, for the first time. Um, my grandma, we believe, well I, well, I think she was diagnosed with early onset dementia. So her memory for the past two years, going on three, I believe, I think her memory has just been really really bad um so i was i've been spending you know more time with her just trying to you know visit her and help out because you know i just feel like it's very important so i do try to make the time take the time at least once or twice a month to you know, go over there and spend time with her for a couple hours. Um, you know, one or two times at the least, I try to get over there. Um, I'm talking really slow because I don't really, I, I haven't really planned out how I was going to introduce this story, but I thought it was a funny story, man. Um, it's just something that, you know, we don't really hear about a lot. We don't know how to, what to do when a family member has signs of dementia or is diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, I haven't person, personally dealt with it until now with my grandma. So... It is definitely new, and we all are still figuring it out. So let me just get into the story that I wanted to share. Um, so I went over there to visit her and to curl her hair for her. So I curled her hair, and she wanted to go to the store. She was hungry or go go get something to eat. And she's asking me, what do I want? What do I want? I'm just like, I don't I don't want nothing, Grandma. You know, what, whatever it is you want, we can go get for you. And she was, she was decided that she wanted to get a cheeseburger. So I was like, okay, we're going to go to McDonald's and get you a cheeseburger. So we go to the, we get in the car and we drive into to McDonald's. We get there, we in the drive-thru. 
So I'm like, okay, Grandma, what what you want? You want you want a cheeseburger? Do you want a specific type of cheeseburger, like a particular cheeseburger on the menu, or you just want a regular old cheeseburger? And she said she just wanted a cheeseburger and she wanted a Diet Coke. So I'm like, okay. So I get her her order. I order her order. And then I, you know, she really wanted me to get something. So I was like, okay, I gave in and I got me a Big Mac. So I'm like, okay, I ain't had a Big Mac in a while. So this really finna be bomb, actually. I'm just getting, you know, because I don't want to make her upset because she want me to eat. So let me get this Big Mac, whatever. So I got the Big Mac. I ordered the Big Mac. She was like, you ordered something, baby? I'm like, yes, Grandma, I got me something. So we pull up, pay for it, get our drinks. She got her drink. I got me a drink. I got me something. She got something. It's in the bag. She, I hand her the bag, and we go. We drive off. So I had to stop at the hair store to get something. So I parked, walked to the store or to the hair store. Turns out it wasn't even open. So I go back to the car. Okay, so I get back in the car. <laughs> Tell me why she, as I get back in the car, I see her biting into my Big Mac. As she bites into it, she bites it. Mouthful with concern on her face because because the store was closed. She think I was I don't know. She must have forgot that I had just ordered something. So she was like, "You, they wasn't open, baby. You want some of this? You know, not remembering that I already had ordered something, and she was eating it. So I had to settle for the the cheeseburger." But I really wanted that Big Mac. Like, I really (laughs) had my taste buds ready and prepared to bite into that Big Mac. And she ate it. And it's like, I I didn't even say anything. I wasn't even upset. I just was, like, real disappointed because I asked her if she wanted a specific or particular type of burger and she said no I just wanted just a cheeseburger and a drink and so that's what I ordered her and she gonna eat my Big Mac that just man I I ain't gonna even lie that irritated me I'm like man grandma really but I didn't even say nothing you know, because it is, it is what it is. It didn't really matter. I still ate the cheeseburger and it had some fries and I was good. But I was really looking forward to eating that Big Mac. So I had to get me one because, you know, I don't, I really try to stay away from eating fast food, but I, them Big Macs are undeniably good, man. Like it's just something about them. You know, you got to have one at least once a year, you know, so I had, I had to just 
go get me one the next day because I had to satisfy that craving. My taste buds was prepared to bite into that 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 Big Mac, and I wasn't able to, so I made sure to get me one the next day. But yeah, that's uh, one of one of the stories that uh, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna always just laugh about and remember about my grandma because. I was just, I just was looking at her eating my Big Mac like, dang, you didn't even want that. That's not even what you ordered. But go ahead, child. You deserve it. So I just, uh, it's definitely good to just try to find the humor out of things that life throws you, man, because otherwise you're just going to be miserable all day. It'd be a lot that be going on and you just got to find the humor. So that's what I decided to do. I decided to find the humor in it. I thought it was funny. It was a little irritating, but it was, it was definitely funny because she just, she was just so innocent just eating that Big Mac. I bet it was really good for her. She, she probably ain't had one in a long time. Just getting basic cheeseburgers. So I'm happy I was able to do that for her. Let her enjoy that. Enjoy that. (laughs) Enjoy my Big Mac. Oh, man. You got to love it. You got to love your elders, man. If If you're able to spend time with your grandparents, take advantage. Please, please, please. And that's what I've just been trying to do. Trying to trying to make make time and make sure I go over there to see her, just so we can have moments like that. Cause you know, irreplaceable moments. So I just applied for my passport. Very exciting stuff, y'all. So they say it takes twelve to eighteen weeks, I think. Um, so next year my mother will be turning 50 and we are going to be going to Jamaica, to Turks and Caicos, and to the Dominican Republic. So, um, yeah, that's going to be definitely, um, one of them. It's going to be a cruise. So I've never been on a cruise. I've never been out the country. Um, so it's very exciting, you know, and it's going to be a really big birthday for my mom. So she just, she, she's doing it big. She got it all planned out already. Um, so she really inspired me because I'm like, you know, for my 31st birthday, I want to kind of like do something like big, you know, something like real grown and sexy, like just something that will stand out from the other birthdays that I've celebrated. So she really got me thinking. I probably won't be doing nothing as big as going out the country or anything like that, but I definitely want to do something. If it's traveling or whatever, I just definitely want to do it because this last birthday for my 30th, I really did have a lot planned, but as I mentioned, um, around that time on the podcast, my anxiety was super, super bad and through the roof. So 
I kind of let that get the best of me and then I didn't really do some of the things that I planned to do. But I still enjoyed my 30th birthday. Um, Just for my 31st, I just want to enjoy it more. I kind of want to make it a thing to just make that effort to enjoy my birthdays um, more than I did the previous one. Just like make it a real big thing, a big deal. Because, I mean, we should be able to, we should do that. We really should. So I think I want to do that for my 31st birthday. Um, Yeah, we're going to see, though. We're going to see. Who knows? I might feel a little bit different when that time comes. I might feel like being low-key and not doing too much. Who knows, man? But, yeah, so I applied for my passport. So I'm excited. And, And my passport picture is actually cute. So... Walgreens, I just went to Walgreens and they had they had the whole setup, put the little background down and take the picture. And so yeah, it was super convenient and easy to do. Um so my picture is really cute and I'm excited about that. So I can't wait to see it and I can't wait to get it. So I'll let y'all know when I get it when it comes in the mail. Um yeah, so what we going to do for this episode i want to so what i've decided is that that we're going to just have a Nicki minaj corner so what that means is since i do i do enjoy and love to talk about Nicki minaj um so what i decided is that i'm just going to make it a segment like why not because as long as Nicki minaj is continuing to be um, in this game, regardless of what she's doing, I'm going to want to talk about it. So I figured it will be cool and, you know, easy for the listeners. So if you are someone who doesn't really care too much about my Nicki Minaj talk, that way you'll be able to skip over that segment and just go to what you would prefer to hear me talk about um, during that episode. So that way it will be easier for you. You know, you see, I'm I'm thinking about y'all in that way. But yeah, so I'm just going to, we're just going to call it the Nicki Minaj Corner. And it's just going to be a segment of me discussing Nicki Minaj. Um, So we're going to start that right now. So let me go to it. So Miss Thang, Mrs. Petty announced that she has a special, very, very important, urgent thing to share with us on Thursday. She's going to go on IG Live. So that's very exciting. Um, I don't know. People people are thinking it might be the documentary because uh, HBO Max commented under the post. So it's getting closer and closer to that, to that point where she's going to start announcing the album date and documentary that's what it seems that's what i feel like um that's what i was saying like with all everything that's been going on with her coming back from off of her hiatus um i feel like she should definitely just keep it going like let's let's keep this shit going let's get this era started so i'm super excited to see what she gonna be talking about on this live 
She says she's going to be on time. She says she, in fact, going to be early. So let's see about that because she be late a lot. <laughs> but she do be showing up. So that's all that matters. But, um, I'm man, I'm so excited for this documentary, y'all. I know I've been sounding like a broken record because I keep talking about it. But it's coming soon. I feel it. So hopefully next week I'll be able to update y'all and talk about exactly what what she announced so let's i'm hoping for the documentary that would be like really dope and that that would just mean that we closer to the album so whatever she announced it does not matter the last time she did this she released beam me up scotty so she definitely did not disappoint so i definitely she gonna keep that momentum up and just keep going hard and and going big, doing big things, big things, queen things. Uh, and then she did, it, she, it is, that would be crazy if she uh, drops this song. She had dropped a song or she has shared a snippet of a song on a live. Like, I don't know, was it last week or a couple weeks ago for this song called Big Barbie, which she said was uh, a couple years old. Um, and it features future, I think she said. So people are like, well, what if she like releases that? That also would be pretty, pretty dope. So either way it goes, like I said, whatever she decides to announce, we all going to be here for point blank. Um, what else did we want to, what else did we want to see or talk about regarding Nicki Minaj? Hold on, let's take a look at something. Mm-mm. So Nikki is Nikki is coming. It's currently trending. So Nikki Minaj says that she will go live on Instagram on Thursday, writing that there is something she urgent urgently needs to share with her fans. So of course she's trending. So let me see if there's any anything interesting on this hashtag. Yeah, so it's just really the barbs talking about their excitement. Nothing nothing too too big in that hashtag. They just excited as I am. So let's see. We gonna we gonna be back here talking about it next week. Um in the Nicki Minaj corner. Dun dun dun. So when I was at my uh visiting my grandma, we was um, sitting down eating and my my aunt was watching tv she's watching this show called was it it wasn't sisters it was the other one the oval i think on bet so she was watching that and uh, the commercials was on and one of the commercials was promoting or was an advertisement for this documentary on hulu called summer of love so that definitely caught my attention. So I decided to check it out. Hold up, no, it's Summer of Soul, child. Not Summer of Love. Summer of Soul. Yeah, my bad, y'all, Summer of Soul. So it says Summer of Soul is a feature documentary about the legendary 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival which celebrated African-American music and culture 
and promoted black pride and unity. So, okay, it got some, it got a good score. Looks like they, it got a great rating on, on IMDb. I'm about to rate it a 10. Boom. Yeah, so I really enjoyed watching it and I wrote down some some notes that I wanted to touch on. So first of all, the first thing that I really, 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 really loved about watching it is that just being, just seeing that big crowd, like that crowd of people, of black people, it was just nothing but black people out there. Not one lights, not even, man, I ain't seen no other shade other than brown out there in that crowd. So that was a beautiful sight to see for one. Um, It's just, we, I grew up in Arizona, so I'm definitely haven't had that many experiences where I've been in a setting or a function or like a, a festival or some type of event that celebrated black people where there was that many people, black people there. It's just like, that's not something that I'm used to seeing. So when I see it, um, I, you know, I just love to see it. So that was one of the things that really, that I really enjoy seeing when I watch this. It was just like, wow, that's just, just wow. Especially in New York and Harlem and New York is probably one of the most dangerous places. So the fact that all those people were there and enjoying that soul music is just a beautiful thing in itself. Um, so some of the things that or points that I really wanted to touch on about it that um, that I wrote down is they were just talking about the Apollo 13, you know, people, them, them going to uh, go to the moon. So they was talking about that. So that's what I, I really enjoy about these type of documentaries because, yes, it's about something, one specific thing, but they, like, they talk about what was going, going on during that time. So that's what they did during... Uh, throughout this documentary it was just it just painted a, a whole picture you know they wasn't just it wasn't just to show who performed there you know it was about the performers but it was about their message what what uh, impact they had on the culture and um, what was going on during them during that time during that that exact day even specifically so I found that really interesting just to be able to learn our history. Um, so they were saying, you know, a lot of people were sharing, sharing the same sentiment that they didn't really care about nobody going to the moon or what was on the moon. And they didn't really understand why the government or America cared about it either when there are so many people who... Um, so many people who are going hungry and need help. 
and there was a, a heroin epidemic during that year, which was 69. So a lot of people were just saying, you know, we don't care about that. And it's just like, I feel that because it's like, I don't really care about it either. It's, you know, when we got all this other stuff going on, it's just like, why, why don't y'all try to help people? Y'all put all this money into these things that really don't even matter. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, and I guess it's something we could know about if we, if we are able to, I guess it's cool to know what, what's on the moon and outer space and those things like that. But I just, they're just not priority. It's like, it could be on the list for sure, but it just shouldn't be on, shouldn't have been on top of the list. And and that's what the people were saying. So, uh, that I like, I really found that touching that part just to just see all my people speak their minds. Like they were just like, I don't care about that. Uh, with all these, all these, you know, they were intelligent. They they were all articulate. You know what I'm saying? And they expressed how they felt. Like that we we don't care about them going to the moon. But, um, yeah, so I really loved, loved that part. Just seeing that part of our history and just what was going on during this time. <sighs> I just love my people. I really do love us. All the shit that we've been through is so crazy, man. It's just, it's crazy. Crazy don't even really truly express express it all but that's all I could really say it's it's crazy I'm so proud of our people and just everything that we've overcome everything that they've put us through to try to stop us they we just we just continue to to prevail and continue to be strong continue to be good people it's just beautiful. Black people are just beautiful and I just love us. Um, so yeah. Oh, and they also touched on I and I didn't even really realize, I didn't even think about this for whatever reason, just the transition from can being from calling ourselves negro to black. Like that was I didn't even really think about how that was really a thing like I don't know why I just thought I didn't really think about how that transition was difficult, you know, because people didn't really accept being called black. People didn't like it and people had to get used to it. And there was a journalist. I wish I would have uh, wrote her name down, but there was a journalist on there, a black journalist. And she was saying how the first time she put black woman in an, in an article title and how you know they they had a problem with that and they changed it back to negro and then you know she fought for it to be black because that's that's the direction that we are moving and that's what we that's what we want to be considered not not negro not nigger you know so i thought that was also very interesting to hear about that because I don't know why, but I, I didn't even really think about that part, that aspect of just from us being called black. Like I didn't even, 
consider that that was even a thing. So I really enjoyed learning that. I felt a little silly, to be honest. And then um, Miss Nina Simone, they showed her on there. Um, she performed a song called Mr. Backlash, which I really enjoyed the message. She also read a poem. To be young, gifted, and black is where it's at. Um, so I just really enjoyed her performance as well because it was like she was really engaging and talking to the crowd and talking to the people and saying and wanted to make sure that the black people were paying attention and listening to every word that she was saying because she wanted to make sure that they received that message. So to be able to just witness these performers, these performances, I know it was just like a, like a really good feeling. And they had, there was a man on there who attended the festival and he just had a real touching moment because he was saying, wow, seeing this and talking about this has reassured me that this was something I really experienced and that it wasn't just a dream. Like this is a true memory. And I could relate to that because it's like, you know, the things that you 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 have in your mind that you are not sure if it was something that really happened or if it was a memory, if it's a memory or if it was a dream, you know, I too have some of those thoughts like, damn, did that really happen? And then when you, when somebody, you know, reassures you, yeah, that, that's something that really happened. Now you're not tripping. That wasn't a dream. That's a good feeling. So that was really cool to see that man express that feeling. All right. And so it is directed or was directed by Questlove. It's about two hours long, hour and 57 minutes. So, and I'm pretty sure if they were able to fit more of the performances in than they probably would because they really did condense it in a in a good way to where it's like they gave us a lot of different um different um performers in those two hours i'm sure there was more well i mean i don't know i I don't know i don't i don't know what the lineup looked like but there was a lot some of them that stuck out to me, um, I, it was Gladys Knight and the Pips. So they showed her and and she just talked about her experience and how um, how a lot of her, her, herself and a lot of the other artists, you know, really worked hard and worked together. Um, David Ruffin, he performed Without the Temptations. So that was interesting to see him perform. Um, he was out there hitting them notes, baby. He was not playing. Um, Stevie Wonder was performing, performing his ass off. And he just really amazes me because he really gives it his all. And he does not let him him being blind stop him from just really, really performing. Like he was really playing, playing that piano. 
dancing. I think he jumped up on his chair. He was just like, he was just not playing. He he really was giving the people a show, a performance. Um, so I enjoyed that, and it just it, it talks about Stevie Wonder and how he was really involved in um some you know political things and social issues, and was really just like. He really was just like a voice for the people. And so that's always good to see that, you know, people, um, people wasn't just, you know, making music and collecting their checks or whatever. They was really out there, you know, being a voice for the people. I feel, and that's really important once you get to a certain point in your career where you are able to um, influence a lot of people, reach a lot of people. Um, through your music and your performances, um, that's very, um, it's a very good opportunity for people to really encourage people to just stay strong and stand up for what what's right, to get out there and vote. You know that that allows them to be able to encourage people to do those things. So it just showed footage of him doing just that. So that was nice to see. And then I heard a familiar song that I had no idea, and I'm upset that I didn't get the the performer's name. But they were singing, "Oh happy day, oh happy day, oh happy day." Okay, I could do the whole song. But yeah, so I seen that part and I'm like, oh my gosh, Sister Act 2. And it was like the same arrangement, singing it the same way. So that was also really cool to learn that that, that they got that from from that, from that group. And I wish I knew the name. I got to look it up. But um, another familiar song was the um, I Am Everyday People. So I found out that. That is performed by Sly and the Family Stone. Um, so that was another interesting fact, another interesting thing to learn. Um, so yeah, this was, they they also mentioned that Woodstock was the same year. So the, the man that was promoting the festival, festival tried to say it was the Black Woodstock, but that still didn't help it gain attention. Uh, so nobody really cared about it. No one really cared that it happened and how, you know, legendary it was and how that would go down in history, you know, from years to come, decades to come, you know, people would will really like to be able to have access to footage of it and and the experience. So and that's like that's crazy to think about all those legendary performers and nobody cared about the festival i mean the people that were there cared of course the black people that was there i'm sure they had a great time and i'm sure that they it was something that they always just always remembered for years and years and you know grandfolk grandparents so they they grandkids and so, so i'm sure without a doubt that that moment was so special for the people that were able to attend but just to the world, 
no one really knew. So that's why these documentaries are important. So if you are interested, please check it out. It's on Hulu. It's called Summer of Soul. And uh, I definitely recommend watching it. So, yeah. Catch that. Check it out. Check it out. All right. So, we have catch this tweet. But we're going to have a little. We're going to remix it a little. Uh, Let's just call it. This topic's cousin is catch this trend. So today, the topic was trending about four-day work weeks. So it says, four-day week, an overwhelming success in Iceland. Shorter hours, same pay, same or even improved productivity, smaller carbon footprint. This should be the future of work. So I thought this was really interesting because um, anything like this, for people who work nine to fives, work Monday through Friday, this is definitely good news. If this is something that's going to like encourage um, the United States, I know this is in Iceland, but if this is something that they're doing and maybe we can get the talks started over here. So it says trials of a four day week in Iceland were an overwhelming success and led to many workers moving to shorter hours, researchers have said. The trials in which workers were paid the same amount for shorter hours took place between 2015 and 2019. Productivity remained the same or improved in the majority of workplaces, researchers said. A number of other trials are now being run across the world, including in Spain, and by Unilever in New Zealand. In Iceland, the trials run by, okay, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that, but their city council and the national government eventually included more than 2,500 workers, which amounts to about 1% of Iceland's working population. A range of workplaces took part, including preschools, offices, social service providers, and hospitals. Many of them moved from a 40-hour week to a 35- or 36-hour week. Researchers from UK think tank autonomy and the Association for Sustainable Democracy in Iceland said, ASDA to allow permanent hybrid working for offices. COVID, most rules set to end in England, says PM. Okay, I, that kind of confused me. Um, the trials led unions to renegotiate working patterns, and now 86% of Iceland's workforce have either moved to shorter hours for the same pay or will gain the right to, the researchers said. Workers reported feeling less stressed and at risk of burnout and said that their health and work-life balance had improved. They also reported having more time to spend with their families, do hobbies, and complete household chores. Will Strong, director of research at Autonomy, said, This study shows that the world's largest ever trial of a shorter working week in the public sector was by all measures an overwhelming success. It shows that the public sector is ripe for being a pioneer of shorter work weeks, and lessons can be learned for other governments. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So actually, 
this is this definitely reminds me if um I know I shared on the podcast some episodes ago, but I have shared how my job had implemented this spring um spring Fridays basically where they would give us the option to work nine hour days throughout the week, so Monday through Thursday, and then we will only have to work four hours on Friday. Or just work four hours on Monday and then the rest of the week, nine hours. So they gave us that option. Um, So that's kind of similar in a way, giving us a short week, but not really because we're still working four hours, but just giving us that option to get off early um, and just have a half day during the week. So I definitely feel like some companies are considering different things to help deal with burnout and help deal with so much stress and how people could feel like they are just working or always at work. Um, So my job's definitely an example of, you know, them trying to be innovative and try new things. But I just thought that article was very interesting um, that that's what's going on, that people are really like, fighting for that and and considering that in in other places around the world. So I thought that was cool. Okay, I have one more tweet to add to the Catch This Tweet segment. Um, So it says, there's so many Black women hardening themselves into steel when their biggest desire is to just finally feel safe enough to be soft. And I really, I really enjoyed this tweet. I felt like it was definitely worth a discussion because I don't, um, I don't pay attention to Kevin Samuels. And for those people, for people who don't know who Kevin Samuels is, I don't know who he is either. But I have seen him around on social media and I saw I've seen some of his videos. And so he's a man. I'm not sure what his credentials are, but he is a man on social media that somehow has convinced women to get on live with him and allow him to rate them. Um, So I was looking at a video um, on this other show that I watched. And they were playing the video and talking about it. And he was just saying things to this lady about uh, just really just talking about women and how we we are. Um, how we are not really receptive to men being men and and, uh, and we want we, we're not submissive and um we want to do everything. We don't allow men to do what they should be doing. They're, they're manly responsibilities because we have become these these women who are doing everything. We're, we, we're so independent. We, you know, just saying things like that. Um, don't quote me. I ain't quoting him, but it was something along the lines of that. If you are interested, you can definitely search him up and see these these different videos where he's talking to these women and, you know, saying these different things. Um, so that kind of just really just made me think about this, this tweet. And that's why I really liked it and felt like talking about it because 
it really is a thing that I feel like needs to be talked about more and it needs to be taken a lot more seriously. I feel like it's a lot it has a lot to do with just the cause and effect. Um we deal women deal with a lot of bullshit. And you know what? Actually, I'm gonna share another tweet. And this is written by a man. This the man a man is the author of this tweet. He says, A, as men, some of us do fucked up stuff to women and really should just acknowledge it, apologize, and correct it, then move on. So a lot of men don't do that. A lot of men don't apologize. A lot of men don't take accountability for the things that they do, for the lies that they tell, for the dreams that they sell. They just don't. And that's just the truth. I get a lot of people lie. Women lie too. I get that. But we're not talking about women lying. We're talking about men lying, okay? We're talking about the things that men do that they just don't apologize for. And it's like an apology can go a long way. Admitting to doing something can go a long way. Instead of trying to make us feel like we crazy and we just imagined it and we just tripping all the time and we just like to sabotage our own happiness, you know, instead of playing those manipulating, manipulative mind games, just admit to your wrongdoings. It could just be that simple. Just admit it, apologize, and we can move on. We could really literally just move on from a situation. We don't have to have no beef. I mean, if you're dealing with a mature woman, you it don't have to be any beef. It don't have to be an issue. But if you're going to sit here and play with me, like I don't know what I felt or know what I experienced, then yeah, that's, that's a problem. That's an issue. And it doesn't help with women wanting to open up with men or wanting to believe men or trust men. And I get that you are supposed to give, you know, every new person the benefit of the doubt. I I, I definitely agree with that. We should all give someone a new, the new people that we meet and the people that we say we're going to give a chance. We should give them a fair shot and be trusting. Not too trusting, but, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt because they deserve that much. But after we continuously go through certain things with men, and it's like you could say, you could say, oh, it's because you keep dealing with the same type of man. But it's just like. Sometimes they don't even really be the same. Sometimes the reason why you be in the situation you get into is because you think he different when really he's just a nigga pretending to be different. And that's that's the way he get into people draws. That's how he get into the woman draws because he puts on the act as if he's a different type of dude when really he really isn't. He has the same motives. He uses the same games. Or plays the same games. He just he just does it differently. You know. So I don't think it really has to do with. With that. I just think that. Um, I think that we. 
just have to, as women, I'm speaking as women now, as a woman, I think that what we need to do is once we have, once we realize that um, something ain't right, or once we have a bad feeling about a person or feel like they on some bullshit, then just, just believe it. Like, don't make excuses for them. Don't be like, oh, well, he has this. And the last person I dealt with didn't have that. You know, don't try to make excuses for them. You know what I'm saying? Because just because it looks a little different doesn't mean it's it's different at all. So I do feel like women should definitely be a little bit more um, just... Just be firm on what you know. Like, you've already seen this shit before. You already dealt with it. Like, just be firm on that and just believe in yourself. Women just need to believe in themselves and just believe that they know what they're doing. I think we are definitely, a, a lot of the times, we doubt ourselves. We doubt our decision making. And it's just like, if you just would have went with your first mind, you would have been able to... uh dodge homeboy a long time ago you know but because you didn't trust yourself now you know you dragged on this situationship way longer than what it needed to so that's that's just my little advice for us women but um i really just feel like a lot of men just need to stop playing just need to stop lying, need to be honest, and just um, stop playing games. Point blank, period. Fuck with who wants what you want. Y'all can't be fucking with people who've expressed to you that they are looking for something serious, that they have you know, had a bad experience with, with certain people, you know, in their past relationships because they they didn't want the same things. You know, women will sit there and express these things to y'all and y'all will sit there and listen and then put us through the same shit that we told you that we just went through. So it's like, if you know that you're not looking for a commitment then be honest about it. If you know that you're not looking for anything serious, then why are you messing with somebody who look who's looking for something serious? It's just like that shit just got got to stop. It just got to stop. You know, so when a woman goes through things so many times, she just you know, hardens herself so that she doesn't let people in so easily. And then so someone most likely has a hard time, you know, really knocking down those walls to get through because she will make it almost impossible to let somebody new in. So it's sad. It's sad when it happened like that. But a lot of us women just really just just have the a desire to feel safe, 
to feel taken care of and feel be appreciated and loved. That's all women really want. That's all a lot of women just want and desire at the end of the day. So this whole narrative that women want to be in the man's shoes and women don't want to allow men to be men is bullshit. We just need a lot. We just need y'all to step up to, up to the plate, step up to y'all position where y'all are rightfully supposed to be, right? Y'all got to act like y'all want to be there. Y'all got to act like that's where y'all supposed to be if y'all want to be the king. You got to act like one. Same goes for women. If women want to call themselves queen, then you got to act like a queen. And that's just that on that. So I took some pictures. And man, I sometimes have these moments or these, these, these pictures where you know, you just take really nice pictures of yourself and you're just like, man, you just want to share it. You know, you just want somebody to see it. So I took some of those pictures this weekend and uh, I just I had on my bikini or whatever, you know. And I don't know, I just look really, really good. So I was real close to posting them, but I was like, nah. This might be too hot for the internet. This might be too hot for the people to handle. So I was like, you know, maybe I should just send it to somebody, you know. But then I was like, nah, I'm going to just keep it to myself, you know. Because I don't want nobody to see it. I don't feel like nobody deserves to see it. I mean, I might change. That could always change. I mean, I might post it. That could change. I might just post it one day. Who knows? But, but yeah, like, have y'all ever just took a really nice picture of yourself? Like, I really be needing those moments, though, because they just be, like, little, little, little confidence boosters. Just, like, yeah, I got it. Like, if I really just wanted to, like, If I really wanted to, I could, you know, you just got to tell yourself that sometimes like, girl, if you really wanted to just know you could, and that's all you got to know. That's, 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 that's all you need to know. That's all you got to tell yourself. That's all that matters is if you really just wanted to step out and just kill, you know, just kill the game, you know, you could do it. But uh, timing is everything, you know. You don't, you don't gotta do it, you know. Timing is everything. So I didn't think it was a good time. So like I said, I might drop it. I might put it on the timeline for the people. But yeah, I really had one of those moments, and it was nice. It was really, really nice. Take pictures, y'all. Take pictures of yourself. Admire yourself. Love on yourself. Because if you wait on other people to do it, you might just be waiting forever. Because people fucking suck. 
excuse my language, but people really do suck. And I ain't just talking about opposite sex. I'm talking about people in general. People just really, truly suck. So you just got to do shit for yourself. You got to make yourself happy. You got to compliment yourself, you know. But, you know, I really just wanted to talk about something because I got a really, really nice message from from someone that I went to high school with. And she just reached out to me. And it was just so sweet. And I just really love when people reach out and let you know that they they see what you're doing, that that what you're doing just, you know, inspires them. You know, it inspires them and they just wanted to let you know to keep it up, like keep up the good work. So I received a very sweet message similar to that. And I just felt it just really made my day and I was really appreciative of it. I, um, I just love when people, they're not scared to tell people, um, they're not scared to compliment people and they're not scared to let people know that they're, that they've noticed that they're doing a good job, that, that what they do is motivating and, you know, they just want to let you know, like salute to those type of people, man, for real, for real. I let her know, like, thank you. I really appreciate it. And you made my day because she really did. I've been needing some, I've been needing reassurance sometimes. I really do like in, in all different, you know, all aspects of my life, whether it's regarding this podcast or whether it's in a relationship with a significant other, like reassurance really does go a long way. You know, so that was really, really nice. And it just made me really feel good about what it is that I'm doing. Because I definitely always, um, or not, I'm not going to say always, but I definitely do have times where I am doubtful. Where I'm just like, I don't even know how long I'm going to be doing this podcast. To be honest, I, I do have those those thoughts. We've been doing this since 2019, and it's only 2021, going on 2022. So I don't feel like right now or anytime soon, I'll be giving up. You know, I'm just put that out there. I mean, I don't want to give up at all, but I do feel like, you know, certain things do run their course. So at some point when I feel like maybe this isn't getting where I see it potentially getting, then maybe I will, you know, take a step back. Um, Sometimes I do think about starting another podcast. I mean, there's so many people who have um, more than one podcast Um, and, you know, just trying different things like that. Um, Or I just might switch up this podcast altogether. I don't know. Who knows? Um, But these are just things that I do be thinking about when it comes to um, longevity and where do I see this podcast going? And yeah, I definitely be thinking about that very, very often, especially lately. But I do very, very much appreciate all the listeners. If you've been someone who's really enjoyed the content that I've been providing, um, but as I've always said, I would love to receive any feedback from anybody. It's always welcomed. 
Um, I did uh, switch the name on the IG for the page. So I was able to switch it to the actual spelling with catch these vibes pod. Um, I think at first I didn't want to do it because it was so long, but I'm like, nah, I want to be official official. So I changed the, the, the ad on IG is catch these vibes pod P O D spelled out correctly. Everything spelled out catch these vibes pod. So follow me on there. Um, I'm a, I'm also on Twitter, so follow us on there. Um, I have a WordPress page. For, uh, go ahead and review or take a look at the page, all that. I'm just really, and also catch us out or catch us out, check us out on uh, YouTube. I'm also thinking about what type of visuals I should do if I should start recording these uh, episodes so that you guys could get some visuals too. Or just get some um, audio or little videos that I could put together um, for the page or for the channel. And that way you guys could have just a little bit more for the people who really fuck with YouTube and be on there. Um, I do realize that is another whole nother world and I can get a lot of exposure to different people on YouTube who have not come across the podcast yet. So I definitely am thinking about that and I'm it's in the works. So if you can, you can uh, subscribe though. It's already up and running. I have the Cast These Vibes YouTube channel up and running. So you can subscribe now um, if you like. So subscribe, follow, and yeah, just keep fucking with us. I always, always want to let y'all know that I appreciate the support. So, yeah, I'm done my little rant. Man, it just seemed like I've been reaching an hour so quickly. Like, I remember I remember having times where I could not think of what to talk about. Like, I was like, man, if I could just get to 30 minutes. Now I'm like, the, this app, the last episode and this episode is over an hour. And there's still some things that I could talk about, but you know I don't want to make him make the episodes too long. I haven't really gauged yet, like what y'all prefer, because um, I have a couple of episodes that are an hour long, and y'all fuck with them. So you know it is what it is. If y'all fuck with these hour long episodes. Y'all just fuck with a section of them. You know what? It is what it is. It's cool. As long as y'all listening. That's all that matters. Um, But yeah, I know that hour-long episodes are good and they really do help. You know, if you're somebody who who is able to, like, listen to things, listen to music, listen to podcasts, during the, during the day, like while you're working or working out, whatever it may be. So I know that hour-long ones definitely come in handy, you know? But it is what it is. Whatever y'all like, y'all 
do what works for y'all. If y'all like this one, if y'all want to listen to the whole thing, you know, I ain't going to make y'all do anything. I mean, I can't anyway. So I don't know what I'm really saying right now. I tend to really drag things on for no reason. But yeah, the point is, is this is a long episode and I could make it longer, but I'm just not going to. That's all I was trying to say. But I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, Until next time, this has been Catch These Vibes. My name is Charmonique, and I hope y'all enjoy the rest of your week. And love, peace, and hair grease. Smooches. <laughs>